What up, world? Hey, we back. This year. Yo, this is Handyman X4. And it's your man Rondo. Rondo. What up, yo? Oh man, this is 773 Treehouse. We want to welcome you back, boy. What up, y'all? Oh man, we got a special for you tonight. That's right. Oh, we got a special edition of AEW Dynamite, February 2nd episode. Filmed right here in Chicago, Illinois. Woo! It was a cold. It was a cold. Um, and this episode is extra special. It's extra special because your boys were there. That's right. Live and in color. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Uh, again, it was a cold one, man. I uh, appreciate everybody uh, coming out. It was like part two of a blizzard that happened in Chicago. But, and the wind trust, you know, the, the lot, you know, the, you know, streets were still kind of like muddy, whatever. But we still came out. Uh, snow or no snow, rain, sleet or snow, Chicago shows up for their own. Yeah. And man, did we, we get, yeah, we got a big one for you. Packed house. Uh, it was great vibes. It was, uh, the entertainment was fucking off the chain. Like Andrew said, the city of Chicago came out and did their thing. And I want to thank y'all because we came out and we actually showed up and showed out in a positive way. Did we ever, man? This is my first time being at the Wintrust Arena. That's where I was. Yeah. And I got to say, I love, like, much love to the the Rosemont, uh, Allstate, whatever you want to call it. You always be the Rosemont to me, right. but um, man, we we showed up and it, like the acoustics in there is a small like this is a little smaller of a venue, but the sound is still good. Like I would dare say better, because again the smaller space it just allows like the it just allows our uh, our voices like really come together as one and shit. Yeah, man. it's a nice intimate setting. Yeah, but, that's the word. That's the word. But it's a big enough space to do what they did there. Yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a obviously a televised event, so as you can see watching it, it looked exactly like damn near every episode of Dynamite looked. Yeah, because they were able to set it up. So that that leads me to believe, like almost to know, that when they do those shows, Dynamite Rampage, they do them in smaller settings like that, and still they're able to get that big arena feel because yeah. they can fill that that area that arena up and not even that like also and again chicago just been like i feel like uh cleveland ohio they had a good show last week but uh chicago again we just like we're just loud here man yeah. and i feel like no matter how big or how small a place you put us in you put a good number of us in there but you put on a badass show like they did tonight you always gonna get a good, you gonna get a great sound on this match. Yeah, it's been a great show. Let's get right into it. Uh, open the match. Start up with. Hold on, we almost forgot. Now y'all oh, know. Oh God damn it! In, in the treehouse over here at Seven Seven Tree, we always got a spark of the lead. Yes, Lord. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Like right now. Oh shit! What is this shit I'm smoking? I don't got the paper on me. Uh, trying to remember the name. Sour. No, I can't remember. Cake. No. It's something with cake. No, I don't. Strawberry cough. I'm all the way off. No, that's the vape. This is the the plant. I don't oh. know what the plant's called. Um. Anyway, it's smoking. <laughs> Legit. Uh. Well, I got some sour space. I got the sour. That's what it is. I got sour space candy here in the uh, in the blue bottle. So that's what I'm ripping off. That's a keeper. That's a keeper. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It, it's an indica. Uh, it's a it's a hybrid uh, with. Uh, I feel like it's a more of a indica hybrid, but it gets the job done. It keeps keeps me in place and ready to roll. All right. Yeah, it gets me where I need to be. 
Now, as Andy said earlier, before he begins to jump into the actual match, yeah, we were there live for the show. Man, uh, I want to shout out security and all the people checking Vax cars. They did their job. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, keeping us safe. Uh, me and Drew came through suited and booted this time for the episode, though. Yeah, this was our first event together. I believe this was my second AEW show. Yeah. Um. So we 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 came uh, racked up. I had my shirt on. I had it was a dope. It was a dope Cassidy shirt. Yeah. It, 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 it matched your dope uh, Kenny Omega shirt. No, no, no. That that Orange Cassidy shirt did the, did the job. Are you shit? Yeah, it, like I, I love Kenny, but that or, like when I realized you were in the Orange Cassidy shirt, maybe because I'm like an Orange fan right now, I'm really into Orange right now. Right now, and I'm just yeah. like yeah. So it's like I was telling man. people, I was telling people about Orange when he when he first popped you up. Really were he was trying to put me on Orange, and I like he was he was trying to put me on Orange Cassidy. Everyone wondered. Go ahead. And I ended up like seeing a tag match you did with, uh, with Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm more focused on Jordan than I am on Cassidy right now." I can, that's, I can that's what happened. Shout out Jordan Grace. Oh, she man. married to uh, somebody from WWE, I think, and I don't like him no more. Anywho, well, look, man, much love to him. I, I, I've <laughs> seen, you know, no, sorry. <laughs> like I've seen, like seeing, like seeing Jordan go from like Jordan's great. Just put it like that. Let's just say that Jordan's She's great. magnificent. My God. I gotta see if she on TikTok. Oh, by the way, your boy's social handle is Rondo Number One. It's R O N D O U G H Zero One. I'm on TikTok. I'm gonna get all the other stuff together in a little bit. But uh, right now, the talk is where it's at. Yeah, you're gonna find me over on uh, Any Man Next Four on Twitch. Um, I'm a farmer now. It's like Farmville, but <laughs> like, but like with 2021 graphics. That's just crazy. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing Farm Simulator number three. Yes, they got three of these motherfuckers, and each of them is great. Um, if they're if they're anything like the one I'm playing right now, they're all great. Um, so again, find me over there uh, at uh, Anyman X4, and I'll, I'll I'll plow something for you. So, me and Drew at the show. We get there early. We fill in the vibes. Great. Everybody's coming in. We taking pictures. Uh, there was a gentleman walking around. Mm-hmm. He had a black suit on, and he had a small cardboard box over his head. That's right, box. Small cardboard box. You've seen him. Uh, while me and Drew was getting all settled in and, you know, just feeling the vibe around the arena and shit, checking the scenery, one of the female security guards, shout out Shorty, you know what I'm saying? I ain't get her name because some stupid couple was cock blocking and they ain't even know it. Hey, man. Hey, man. Anyway, um... <clears throat> Yeah, after we got through taking our picture, like, and I wasn't even paying no attention because I'm now on business. You know what I'm saying? We we watching the show, we reviewing. As I get through with my picture, oh, cause I, I got the white intercontinental title belt. So yeah, we, we, sorry, crap, you did it already. Until we get to that, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I didn't get a chance to properly introduce you. It's okay. Uh, no, 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 no. We'll get to it. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it's it's I I feel some kind of way. If I you didn't should. allow, if I didn't allow this uh, this young gentleman to get hit this kudos, his credits as he should have, uh, I am sitting here currently next to your reigning, defending um, WWE. No, oh, I gotta redo that. I gotta redo that. We'll work on that. <coughs> we'll get it together. Yeah, you're right. <coughs> 
edit that, we edit that part out. Cut that, 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 cut that. Take it easy, take it easy. So, anyway, I walk past Shorty, she's like, that's a wrestler walking around with a box on his head. I say, what? I went in there and she, you know, it's a guy, he got a black suit on, he a wrestler. I said, what, for real? So now, I'm trying to figure out why she stopped me to say this because it was a bunch of other people that walked past her and she ain't say nothing to nobody. So now you know what I'm on. So I get to, I get to up and down looking and I'm like, okay, okay, shorty like Hershey chocolate too, and she got the uniform. Anyway, I'm getting sad. Yeah, where do you, where are we going with this? Nowhere. Uh-oh. So we end up running on Buddy with the suit in the box on his head. We take a picture with him. I thought it was Dan Housen. I'm just gonna say it. I could be completely wrong. I thought it was. That was the whole purpose of us going up there to take a picture with the man. So now, Andy, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I never took. I never took. Uh, checked the footage on that one. Uh, we were, uh, there is an open. The opening contest uh, was Moxley and uh, and Wheeler Eula. Uh, it was supposed to be Brian Kendrick, but uh, some stuff came out about him, which we, uh, as you probably know, it just seen, uh, came with yeah. some anti-Semitic uh, remarks from like from 2007, somewhere around there. Don't matter. Yeah, the internet that never the internet never forgets. L- Lamest terms. He, he got, said the N word. Yeah. They, no, I don't even think he said the N word. He, he he just said, he just made some really anti-Jewish. Um, yeah. He so he's a conspiracy theorist, and he's big into him. And uh, back yeah, he then, really is. back then, he used to dive deep into them shits, and he would have a lot of uh, of his own facts and quotations that yeah. he would have to back up his his statements and things like that. But yeah, so he got wiped from the match, and it was it was done very quietly, very quietly. And for us there, we still got a great again for us to be a last minute switch. Uh, it was still a great contest, and here's why, because. Not only was uh, Orange Cassidy at ringside with best friend Wheeler Yuta, we also got the return of Dan Housen. Yeah. And none of us had that. Like, he, he was there on Dynamite last week. Um, and that's one of the things I love so much about AEW, man. It's like when a person debuts on the show, it's not like, hey, I'm here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Like, he showed up last week. He's here this week at work. Uh-huh. And it yep. just like... You know, they just have a really great product, and it got really like I don't know what they, why they like the end of, like these independent wrestlers. They like they just have such a um, a fellowship with each other. But like, you know, he just shows up. You know, he's able to come out for him. The one thing I can not to get sidetracked, I can say about AEW is that they were able to watch he who shall not be named and learn from their mistakes. So it's a totally different culture. That's why yeah. people have no problem going there. But yeah, please it, continue. Yeah, it just feels it feels like it feels <coughs> feels independent. You know, you still feel like you you know you're not under anybody's you know in, like under, you're not changing up who you are for anybody else. You're your own character all the time in this show. You know, you built this person up from the uh, from the beginning, and you got it this far. Let me like let me showcase that character. Let me put him on uh, on TV. So again, I just love that they do that. They take the time. Tony takes the time to like you know tell the story of the characters in the match. Yeah. And it works. It plays out perfectly. And that's the way you want your matches to be. Every now and again, it's cool to have a one-off and, a, um, you know, a, a match from out of nowhere. But 
when you have a solid storyline and you can get invested into the situation, yeah, the payoffs and the matches mean so much more. Yeah, and it's so crazy because like there, there's like, uh, I would think like you know, yeah, John Moxley just came off as a you know coming off of a what is it out of rehab, yeah, and you would think he's like gonna be in a serious, more serious contest. You know, he came back, you know, he's coming back red hot and whatnot. And you got him out there at the ring with Wheeler Yuta uh, and the best friends of Orange Cassidy and, Jan- and Dan Housing. And Dan Housing out there doing fucking sp- like you know cursing and whatnot. Yeah. And you would think that would like take away take away from the character of John Moxley. You would think that's gonna like set him up to be in the feud with the best friends now. But the way Mox played it, it didn't take away from his character at all, in my opinion. Yeah. I think because he didn't interact much with them. He didn't. He, he did what you would expect Moxley to do. If he if he's not going to react, he's just going to look. Right. And he gonna never mind it. Right. Right. Saying? He wasn't concerned. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like he came out there. There are this, and it just really they like, made like Wheeler Yuta didn't come out this looking bad. Moxley didn't come out the match looking bad. No. Um. It, in a way, kind of elevated Yuta uh, in my opinion because I didn't know too yeah. much about him. Yeah. Oh yeah. See. And then, but from like. This is Moxley going against like essentially three people. Last minute. Last minute, and they put together a real good, a really spectacular match for you to like to get over his fly, his high flying abilities, his technical skills, and then also, I mean, Moxley won the match with a paradigm shift, but ultimately, um, it was just that Moxley could go out there by himself and still take out three guys and not be worried and still come out looking like. You know, seeing like like that's the mox we want. Mox is going to forever be in the upper card. Like he should never be delegated to the mid card. Maybe when he's on his way out the business. <coughs> but Mox is the big player. Yeah. <coughs> so I like that match. And yeah, he looked great too. By the way, like it's. Oh yeah, for it to be last minute, it was it was a great match. Yeah, and here's the thing though, it wasn't the match like not just the match itself. Uh, Wheeler was good. But the post-match angle, Daniel Bryan, oh my God, John Moxley, yeah, face to face, finally. And when we got that, when when they hit the ring, you can best believe the yes chance started. Cause that's what you want to see, man. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. Like, my uh, Bryan comes out there. He's like, "This is what y'all want, huh? Is this it? You want to see us fight?" You want to see John Moxley and Brian Danielson go one on one, or do you want to see us as a team? Yeah, and that's where he he switched it up. And when he did that, he got us to thinking. Like me originally, I was like no, but then I thought, and he got to finish speaking. Yeah, he's saying he, he, the proposition is this: Hey, Mox. You join with me, and anything we want, we can take in this company. They got a dinosaur as a tag team champion, which I resent that statement. But it's that facts. is the greatest fucking dinosaur. That's the most athletic dinosaur I've ever seen in my life. Um, they got a cowboy uh, 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 as their as uh, a millennial cowboy. <laughs> a millennial cowboy as their AEW champion. A vlogger as your TNT champion. We can take these. We can walk in if we wanted it. We can take it and we share the glory together. If we want to start a faction, if we want to take Wheeler Yuta away from the best friends, uh, take Daniel Garcia away from those dorks in 2.0, you know, 
what is it, recruit, uh, what is his name, uh, Martel, uh, uh, Dante Martin. If you want to take him under our wing, we could. And I'm just thinking, man. And I thought, and to me, it like, see, like, it didn't show on Moxie, but it's like, it's a good idea. That's a damn good idea. Yeah, so, and, and Mox didn't agree and he didn't disagree. He kind of just sat there and listened. You know? And, I mean, I wasn't, expe- I honestly wasn't expecting an answer from him, like, right then and there either. But I mean, Brian laid out a man. He's absolutely right. Those absolutely are, right. They are the two biggest players outside of the pillars. Yeah. And and if they wanted to take titles, they could. Like it, who who would stop them? It would take them no time to go, to climb up the rankings. All right. It's it's the greatest technical map wrestler with the best. Raw like, like pure striker. I don't. I, I always struggle with that statement. Um, I don't want to sound like Michael Cole with the word pure striker because that's what they used to say for uh, for an Undertaker. And I didn't understand what that was. But yeah, like this is look at a John Moxley match and that's a striker. Yeah, that is a striker. Like that hard style shit. That's him. And I'm like, again, who's gonna stop him, man? Like I don't see anybody doing it anytime soon. Not at all. Um, but that's how we're going to end that one. Uh, what came after that was, uh, um, was, uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, Brandy. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, before we get off into that, yeah, let's take care of some of these sponsors. I, I, I feel you. Uh, roll some up, pack a bowl, you know what I'm saying? Put some cubes in the bone, get a bottle of water. Woo! We'll that's right a great back. idea. That, that's my cool technique. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Babe. Right back. And welcome back to the Treehouse, y'all. What up, though? Oh, feels so good being back. Yeah, so, um, in the wrestling news, um, before we get back to the show. Yeah. Um, how do you feel, uh, how do you feel about, uh, our good boy Jeff? Well, at this current moment, I believe his results are in, but I don't know what they are. Oh, no, uh, uh, he's, he's not, uh, he's clean. clean. Yeah, he's clean. Yeah, which is what I knew from the start. Yeah. So, for you all in the wrestling world who don't know by now, um, Jeff Hardy had a match on SmackDown. Uh, he was tag teaming, and, and he just jumped up. At some point, he took a bump, got off to the ring apron. You know, looked a little like he looked like a little bit dazed. He left, jumped off the apron, left. Not part of the uh, match uh, dynamic at all. Left out the crowd. Yeah, and so they WWE thought he had uh, relapsed, and they were like, "Get tested. You're, you know, you're on medical leave." Turns out, and uh, Jeff Hart was saying, "I'm not." Oh, they didn't put they didn't put him on leave. They fired him. Oh, yeah, they let him go. I'm like, yeah, bro. So. If you look at the footage, he looks impaired. Then, as he decides to just tag out and leave the match, he leaves through the audience. And as he's leaving, you can see he looks in disarray. Not defending WWE, but I can understand why they would assume that. The way they reacted, I'm not happy with. They no. they didn't check and ask anything. They just reacted. 
and yeah and what's more his again what's more he told you that he what that he was okay he told you what the case was he just wasn't feeling the match you, you know what you know whatever it was and that's it he left like he left in the middle of a match that's what he did that is his crime that's what he did but i'm not even it, sure why he left the match but does that warn him to be fired for it though no they went off his history yeah so but he said he when the results come in he wants you know he won't he'll be exonerated behind that which he was oh but that's the thing it was also because the rumble's coming up and they didn't have enough men so they fired jeff before the rumble yep and then while he was out, after they had already accused him of like relapsing, mm-hmm. they wanted they sent him out a contract saying, "Hey, buddy, you want to come work for us again?" And and then he said, "Hey, John, did you get my test results back yet?" Yeah. And that's and yeah, and that was his way of saying, "I'm not coming back." Yeah, and he knew that he was clean. That's why he said, "When the results come in, he'll be able to go out for that." So, and yeah, in hindsight. WWE released Jeff Hardy for no reason. Absolutely no reason. And now, besides, besides leaving the match, you know, leaving the match unaccounted for. That's about it. And now it's uh, Jeff Hardy to AEW confirmed. Oh yeah, I'm waiting. For I it. mean, it's only a matter of time. There's a lot of doors, man. A lot of doors open up. He could be the door that's slamming the other door forever. He, he's a big star. Yeah, Tony's Tony's playing mind games with us right now. Tony Khan is out there saying on Twitter that he is a, there's a big name to be signed uh, to, to make their AEW debut. And he's slamming, he's, you know, he's coming from, from one forbidden door and he's slamming the other forbidden door shut. And uh, it, it sounds like, it sounds like it could be a, uh, Jeff. You know, Jeff Hardy. It's but definitely a big name. It could be just about anybody who's uh, out of the 120 odd members of the WWE staff who's been uh, released due to budget cuts. It could be any of them. That's true. That's any true. of them. But I believe with like all we got to do is check Matt Hardy brand. But I believe it's somebody big, and Jeff Hardy right now is the number one name that comes to my mind. All right. Put the brothers back together. Oh yeah, that's the tag team. Got at least another two, three years of matches. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. Well, so that's just uh, that's just our take on uh, on current news on the Jeff Hardy subject. Um. But back to the main show. Back to Dynamite. We come in with an in promo segment starring Randy Rhodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she like even just coming down a like even down even coming down a little walkway that Cody has like she she almost looked bust her ass I'm like Jesus Christ like when I tell you she has Stephanie McMahon heat uh, I'm not exaggerating it's seriously go away heat and I felt bad during this segment man like the way we were booing her I, I it really hurt my soul like she deserved it she came out with her heel tactics oh and she's just terrible man. So she's coming out there and she's uh, talking about like, she's saying, oh, it feels so nice to be back here in Cleveland, Ohio, or, oh yeah, Chicago, that's where I am. You you know, they're saying they're all, they're both the same because we both are, you know, experienced blizzards. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It it was, it was. But she's doing her job. Yeah, she's she's making me upset, but I'm like, at this, I can be upset at her. I'm upset at her in a different way than I'm upset at, uh, at MJF. Like when MJF was on the mic, I I hate him 
but when Brandy's in a in a ring, I'm like, I hate what you're saying. Go away. I, I really, I never thought about that. I can't. Yeah, I can't hate her the same way. It's like it's 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 painful, man. Because I'm like, you don't have to be out here for the segment. Who do you want to see? Who 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 would you rather like not see? MJF do a promo or Brandy do a promo? I would never want Brandy to do a promo in ring. You can send me a you can send me a uh, maybe a backstage number. You can send me a video package. <laughs> send me a video package. I'll look it over and then I'll see. You I know, might make a poll about that for Spotify. Yeah, I, for sure. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't see it. I, I don't I don't. That's not for me. <laughs> um, but it wasn't a short while until uh, our surprising hero in this promo, Dan Lambert, comes out. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm like. And I, again, this is one of those moments again where I am on board with the, with the hills say exactly they're not wrong. He's like Danny Boy was on point. It's like how can you how can you be in the ring with me and and you get like I get cheered and you get booed. Dan Lambert. Like Dan, I hate Dan. Like Dan can whenever Dan comes up to the ring, sometimes too, I'm just like, except unless it's against Brandy, I'm like when he comes down to the ring, I'm like, please go away. Like you don't have to do this right now. We yeah. can we can have somebody else here. So it's like I would rather see I would rather have my eyeballs pierced than have to listen to you speak in my ears, Brandy. That's what it that's what it came down to. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, because I could listen I I listen to Dan, but I can't see you. No John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, they they get their little back and forth on and and then finally, I think it was Brandy. She went for another slap. Uh huh. And I think that's what, and then that's, and it's at that point it's like you know what Dan's like I, I felt like you were gonna be in a uh, in a in a fighting mood tonight. Yeah. And then steps back, you know, makes some room, and then we get a surprise debut of Paige Van Zant. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, if she, you don't know who she is, Google her. Please do. She is a bare knuckle brawler as well as Google her now. MMA fighter as well as right now. Instagram model. She she does it all. Yeah. She, she does it all. She's cold with it. It's crazy how she can get punched in the face and she keeps looking good. Like she still looks great. Good. What's that face made out of? Made out of beauty. Man. Um. So there you. There's your MMA portion of AEW Dynamite for you. Alright, because otherwise, like, she, there are some names that we just, like, went over my head, but I mean, I, I feel like there were still fans there and the audience, a good number from that, too, that were, like, still into what was going on. They knew what was going on. Oh, definitely, for sure. So, there, there's, there's that. Yeah. Uh, after that, we get the next segment, which is a backstage promo that we didn't get to see because we were live there. I also forgot to mention, I want to see Dan Lambert versus Paul Heyman. Ooh, make that the poll. Put that in. Make sure you checked out the poll. Uh, there are gonna be a couple polls on this uh, on this video. Uh, Paul Heyman or Dan Lambert for manager for manager. Yeah, I'm sticking with Paul on this, man. See, I like Dan. Dan Dan is new age, and if like if he's fucking with you, like you don't gotta say shit. If you notice, Scorpio who is black, so it's not a race thing, and Ethan Page, all all ego. All ego, Ethan Page. They don't got to do much talking. They really don't. They, I swear to God, they get to sit back and just like look 
goofy as hell. Side note, originally the shirts that I was going to get us was going to be the Scorpio Sky and All Eagle t-shirt. They got, like, you got to look up their shirt on AEW. Yeah. You're going to want it. We're going to do it on break. Like, that shirt is so, and it's two versions. There's a version of them really doing the shirt. Uh-huh. And then there's a cartoon version of the shirt. The exact same pose. I think the exact color. Uh, 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 background and everything. Like It's so crazy, man. But yeah, that, that's the original joint. Because I'm I'm fucking with Scorpio's guy. I always have. I remember watching him when he was independent. I remember seeing him on Tosh.0 back when I was in college. Like, yeah. Shout out Scorpio Sky. Okay. And all Ethan. No, no. I'm going to show you. Because oh, um, yeah. I don't want it, it. It's a particular shirt. But yeah. Um, that, that was almost a thing. I just wanted to throw that little bit in. Okay. But again, Paul Heyman, uh, Dan Lambert. Who's the, who's the promo? Uh, who's, the, who's the manager? Yeah. Best manager. Um, so then we get, uh, because we were there, we didn't see this live. But there was a backstage promo with... Uh, what is it? The Andrade Hardy office, family office. That's a lot of letters. Um, they were uh, they were backstage and they were uh, talking up uh, the Sammy Guevara's open challenge for the TNT Championship. Uh, and he was saying that, uh, basically saying that he was a little mad at Private Party for not getting a job done. But Isaiah Cassidy uh, on Rampage, you got a shot at the title. Go for it. Bring it home. Uh, Andrade showed up at some point. Sue got in his face like, hey, do your job. Bring the gold home. So that's what you got. Uh, so Rampage, check it out. If you haven't already, uh, if you haven't, uh, what is it? Sammy Guevara, Isaiah Cassidy for the TNT Championship. That's a match I'm willing to see. Sammy always puts on a banger. He never lets down. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go he, ahead. He, he's a man who deserves the light that he's getting is I mean the light that he's getting mm-hmm. it's a reason he's stapled as one of the four pillars for sure like I, all of that I agree with I only thing I don't agree with is his the cue cards they gotta go that's just that's they gotta go. Uh, they gotta go oh, they gotta man. go like I what if I, I if I'm reading this I read it in a different tone as you're writing it that's one and then you only do these things during the picture in picture um, during the picture in picture joint I'm not always watching the picture in picture joint yeah, I mean, I'm still fucking so, with it. There, that, that's just that's just me. Um, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I just showed Drew the shirts. Absolutely. I just showed Absolutely. Drew the shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this, uh, we get a oh, we get the banger, the tag team match, Kings of the Black Throne, um, Brody King and Malachi Black oh taking on Death Triangle, the returning Blind Pac. And uh, and El Cedo Miedo, uh Pinson. Oh my god! Oh my god! Come on, man! I, it was dope. That was a bang. One Malachi, uh, the house, the Kings of the Black Throne uh, entrance, fucking amazing. Okay, Malachi Black and those different fucking masks, like the horns, fucking amazing. To see it live, the way the lights go out and just these things just going to the ring, they go so hard. That damn theme. I like I don't even fuck with metal like that, but I fuck with that theme. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, King of the Black Throne, man. They they got a they got a fucking presence on that. Yeah, they came in the ring. They definitely lit up the arena when they when they no pun intended when they got off in the uh into the ring. 
And who who were they facing? They were going up against uh the bastard pack. Uh, uh returning. He had he's blind. He came back from his blindness injury. And he was oh, yeah. and he was uh tagging with his uh partner uh Penta. Uh also, shout to Ray uh shout to Ray Phoenix. Get well soon, bro. Speed recovery. Yeah. Um, yeah. like your presence is still, you know, still there. I'm still thinking about you. Yeah. Uh this match was hard striking. Hell yeah. Man. It started off very interestingly. I don't know if that's a word, but I just said it. But it's a, all words are made up words. Remember that. Just, just just keep that in mind. Did I just blow your mind? But yeah, so uh the match started as Drew mentioned. Pac uh came to the ring. He had to be assisted. <laughs> he had to be assisted. He, he was blind. He had one eye wrapped up. How was he medically clear? Go on. <laughs> But he started the match he against Malachi. Is that his name? Yep, yeah. Yep. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm lit now. Like I'm in it. Oh, uh, man. Uh, Malachi and Pac stand across the, the ring from each other, and they looking. Malachi goes for a right hand. Pac ducks it, slow walks it, turns around, and I believe does he go for another one? He goes for another one. Pac ducks him, slow walks him up under it. He actually gets a hold of him, throws him into the ring, like into the ropes. Malachi, like, and Pac slides through the legs. How does he do it? He's blindfolded. But he's hurt. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you, because I, oh, yeah. I, I lost it after that. Oh, yeah, because turns out Pac can't see. He takes down, like, he uh, he knocks uh, Malachi, he knocks uh, Malachi out of the ring. Uh, Penta takes out, uh, takes out Brody, and then, boom. He reveals that he can see. Now at this point, he during snatched time, that bandana off like a little bike rider, like a little motorcycle. Man, and then they get off to the fucking races, man. Yeah, off man. to the races. Yeah. Like, go, like Brody's strong. Brody's strong. But Malachi, man. The only thing I can say about that Brody character, he's got to, he's he has to have something in store. Because you come to AEW and you call yourself Brody, yeah, you fucking got the audacity to come to AEW, yeah. Do you realize that whenever you're in New York, you're going to get booed out of the building? I'm calling it now, folks. I bet you Brody don't get booked on no New York shows. I don't care what side storyline he in or anything. <laughs> That's the dumbest decision we're, we're, we're ever. We're show that night. We can't go Cody there. came out and mentioned that shit. I'm, uh, but here's the thing. One, it's like, it's like, it's like John Coffee. It's the spelled as they sound the same, but just spelled different. God damn it! It's Hold just on. spelled different. Did you manage to get a goddamn Green Mile reference? Yes, in? I did. Nice. Yes, I did. Mark that. Oh Put man. Put that on a t-shirt. But it's it's a. I mean, I. I get, I, I get what you, I, I it's just the thing. I get both sides were saying like he has to he has to prove himself because when the kid comes in, that kid got eight he's years. He's big. He looks like he could be a wrestler. He looks like the part, but that name is that's a bad choice of name. Yeah, you gotta. We don't, we don't want to take just be king. Just call yourself king. We don't want. I don't want to give you the you know the. Nope. The e I wouldn't treatment. approve of that either. Hey, look, man. You got no because king is a black person word now. You change your name to Whitey Mc. Farmer. Flurry? Whitey McFlurry. Oh, that's the name. We got all them tattoos. I'll take it. I'll take it. Please. I hate these tattoos. Oh, um, side note. You grabbing a new 2K. 
Yes or no? I think I got to. Yeah, it, I think you got to. It's only for streaming purposes only, though. I, I'm. I just want to see what that looks like. Oh no, we have to do GM mode. It's fucking back. Okay, I'll just say it like this. Remember Breeze and Xavier Woods? Oh, you don't want it. Yeah. I feel like, can, can we, like, edit the Breeze out? Because I feel like we should do that. Like, I feel like Breeze is getting... So what do we call him? It's, it's Xavier Woods and Boop. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, but I... Yeah. My man is... Boop. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's, that's my man. Yeah. <laughs> that's my no, man. No, it's cool. It's cool. I, I love Breeze. Tyler's great. Tyler's it's great. It's like... Like, now that they're finally bringing GMO back, they took a couple years to get the kinks worked out. I believe the game is going to be worth it. Not to mention, this is what we fucking do. It's yeah. like, we have to get it. We have to play it. We have to review it. We have to go head on in GMO. It has to, like... I, to me, I still... I didn't I, I didn't get caught up in a debacle that was uh, the 2020-2021 uh, like mess that was... Uh, what is it? What WWE? I did. I kept a close eye because I, I. No, no. I mean, like, like the game, like having like glitches and stuff in it. I. That's why I didn't get it. Yeah. Because I heard way. Be, I, I heard as soon as the game drops. So you know when the game drops, they uh they do the early access to certain people who buy it early, whatever. I let them people buy this one this time because I wasn't impressed with the updates that they had on um on nineteen. Because I did have 19. Yeah. Um, I instantly heard about the defects with the graphics, and people were not impressed, and the glitches and all of yeah. that. So I, I didn't bud. And literally, like two, three weeks afterwards, th- it was all hell. And then, like maybe a month after it dropped, the game was like they reduced the price on it. And I'm like, no. And it's like, yeah. Because yeah. like my thing was, uh, I played 19 too, and that's where I stopped playing it. Because uh, mm-hmm. 19 changed the the fighting mechanics. Like you could only you could start off in like a set of like a you could set up as a with a certain set uh, with a certain skill. So you want to be a grappler, you can do you know you have your move sets based off of these certain characters. Yeah. And so like if you want to be an aerialist, you'll have your flippy moves and flippy based offense based off of like Ray Mysterio, like right. you know high flyer. And I was like, I didn't want to do that because when I make my character, I like making my character every move, every punch. Yeah. You know, it comes from it comes from a, a like it comes from the entire roster, not just fl- your high flyers, but some of your uh, you know your stronger characters too. So it's like that turned me off to the game, and then and that was like pretty much the end for me. Uh, that's why I didn't pick up the, uh, the new one. So 2020, like the 20, the next one coming out, I'll, I'll check it'll it out. be out in March. We, it, you gotta get it, nigga. We have to play that game. Like it's, it's, that's essential. But we, we went a little bit long with this one. We gonna take a break, fill up these cups, roll up these blunts, <laughs> and we'll be right back, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Hey y'all, while y'all rolling up for the next round, we just want to take a special second to say thank you so much for tuning in and giving us a listen all here on the 773 Podcast. We just want to just send a special shout out to you guys for the likes, the shares, um, just listening uh, in your daily life. I mean, it really helps with the channel and it means so much to us. Uh, we just thank you all for joining us on this podcast journey. We just hope you guys stick around the treehouse to see us uh, go all the way, all right? All right. Break the walls down! I love it. (laughs) For those about to rock!
said it. He said he definitely said I can't see it past your knee. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, cool. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Whoops. No, it's all okay, good. Okay, right. just, just God don't worry about what's going on over here. God damn it, we talking about some shit, black people business. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just to get back to it, I want to thank y'all for tuning uh, in to the podcast Seven Seven Tree, your favorite West Side podcast from the shot. Uh, we're in the treehouse right now, and we talking about the AEW Dynamite episode that was February second, two thousand twenty-two. That's two, 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 y'all. We were at the show live in full effect at the Wind Trust Arena. It was everything you would imagine it could be, and some. I want to shout out the city. I want to shout out the venue and the workers. It was a fantastic time. And with that said, let's get back into the car for the evening. Oh yeah, we get right back to it. We got we got Adam Cole, baby, uh, doing a backstage promo saying, "You know what? Stop telling me about Orange Cassidy. Never happened, all right? No, nope. my, uh, my record undefeated. Undefeated, all right. Got to show you guys on Rampage what I mean by that. That match was unsanctioned, all right? Doesn't count, which means it doesn't go on anyone's record. Lights went out." <laughs> that's all that's all you gotta say about that um so then we go on the next match is gonna be nyla rose going up against ruby soho oh man this was a this was a tough match it wasn't a bad match to watch the no. reason we made those sound effects ladies and gentlemen is because uh me and drew are very partial to ruby soho right like we are the biggest fans of ruby you have no idea i don't have any of her merchandise or anything like that no but we've rocked we've rocked with her since the riot club and before that you know i mean the riot squad forgive me yeah uh but when she got released and she came to AEW, it was a given that they were going to push her to the front of that squad and allow her to get the shine that she never got at the other spot yeah my thing with ruby was it's like I felt like she was another episode of like here's here's a here's a really great character we didn't get a chance to see much of because she kept losing on uh, on WWE, and I thought when she got over here like he was saying like Ronnie was saying when she got over here, we're expecting big things of her because she has control of what she wants to do, and you know that's where I, people come to AEW to further their characters and stuff, and we haven't got that yet from her, so it just it just felt weird. And Ruby isn't the most crispiest wrestler in the ring. Like you can almost put it down to a T. Like in somewhere in the match, she's gonna flub a move or you know mess up a spot. Yeah, and it could you you could chalk it up to nerves uh, because you know she's uh, a a seasoned veteran when it comes to wrestling ring shit. But sorry guys i'm super lit and um, i'm finna continue to get lit we got a lot of show left really yeah. big show um so yeah so ruby get so ruby uh she is in a match and Nyla oh. rose gives her the beast bomb that's gonna be the end of the match for her yeah this match was obviously going to be uh some form of a squash because nyla came out the week before and said how that victory that ruby got was was a, a fluke yeah a pure said, fluke. 99 times out of 100 she said that Nyla Rose would come out, come out on top, and she was again. The hill came out on top. The hill didn't lie. And uh, I believe they're one and one now. They are out of a hundred. So. I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so after that, we get um, Gun Club uh, backstage promo. Gun Club beats up. Uh, oh Jungle no 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 no! 
yeah. They're not the gun club. Oh. Is Billy Gunn yeah. and the Ass Boys? <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. care. <laughs> so that's probably the greatest thing that they did oh, at AEW man. because number one, uh, no disrespect to the to the gentlemen at all. Uh, I'm sure they're doing their job. Yeah, they're really going with it. They're heels. I believe they're heels. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where they stand, but they're not fan favorites. They are not. So them taking this ass boy gimmick and running with it chef's kiss ah it's perfect like that's that's what they need to do so i appreciate that and and them now see they're a comic wrestling group yeah but they can go that's the thing it's like i I, i'm just thinking about like i feel like in aw they are allowed to flip the switch whenever they you know when the crowd is with you know I mean, at the end of the day, Tony gets, you know, Tony gets the, you know, maybe gets the last call or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's like when they're being called the ass boys, they're leaning into it. They're not like, they're not trying to still try and be like these, you know, these super hard individuals or whatnot. No. They're like, okay, this is what we're doing right now. Fine. Let's go. Let, let's see where this goes. You guys are going to get tired of this sooner or later. Yeah. And when you do, you're still going to see that we're, we're a badass team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I saw what he did there. I saw what he did. There. But yeah, uh, um, but yeah, it's, I like that. I like that the, uh, the people at AEW are, are are able to you know play with the crowd and interact with the crowd. You know, again, just play along with what's going on. Yeah, and that, I mean, you want to be able to get your audience involved. You want to yeah. like that audience participation that makes the audience member feel like they were a part of the show like yeah, damn yeah. it wait till we get to the towards the end of this yeah yeah, yeah 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 but like yeah for sure like it's just it's just like and there's a lot like being there in person just when i just add this real quick like being there in person like you get to see them really interacting with the crowd to get yeah. them so boiled over like so when they're when a match actually happens like, like we're, we're in it for real like we got pissed at wwe because they cut away from the action to go to commercial AEW gave us the gift of picture in picture, which WWE tried to replicate, but they they're garbage with no, it. They don't, they don't have they're two storyline, and it's like they literally have segments of the match that is solely for commercial breaks, which is a bunch of rest holes and walking yeah. around and wasting time. They, you don't they don't know how to they don't know how to use the time properly. AEW cuts away do picture in picture, so the match still goes on. Yeah, time management. Brand. It's nothing like being there live because during the commercials, AW, those matches don't slow down. They keep going. Oh yeah. But yeah, back to the but real quick back to this the uh what is it? What is it? The the ass boys beat up on Jungle Boy. Yeah. And and that's about it. Like right outside the arena. That's what's funny. Yeah. Um so I wish I, I would have knew. Man, I'll take my bathroom break, go see uh go see the dinosaur, goddammit. Um but after that, we get Hangman and pa- uh, Hangman Page. Adam Page, your AEW champion, is in the ring. Yeah, I'm not really happy with him as champ. Man. I mean, I don't think he's drawing. Maybe down south, or maybe where he's from, Virginia, he's, or South Carolina. I think he's for the demo. I think he's for the demo. Wow. Like, I think like this is this is, is too. This? I know this is just this is this is behind the scenes thinking. Maybe like Adam and looks cute so the girls turn to AEW and then just, just for that we got the roughneck and Mox we got the pretty boy cowboy and uh you got a dinosaur and you get a dinosaur alright don't forget the dinosaur 
Um, so you could be right. You could be right. But yeah, so he comes out to the ring saying he's ready for a fight. No, he's not. He's got on like pants and boots and yeah. not the, and not wrestling boots. No, the cowboy boots, the pointy toes. Yeah. Uh, but he says he's ready to fight and he calls up the murder hawk, uh, Lance Archer. Which you shouldn't do. Yeah, because he showed the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> First, well, when he called the bell. Uh, Dan Lambert. Yeah, Dan and, Lambert and Jake the Snake Roberts, man. Uh, and by the way, uh, shout out to Jake the Snake. I know he's suffering from that he who shall not be named disease. Uh, my man's on a microphone. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> my man was on the microphone whispering to, like, just sweet talking nothings in the motherfucker. Like, you can hear shit he was saying. I can hear a word he was saying. I was there. We were there. I couldn't hear a it word. It sounded like he, he deep throated the microphone and all you heard was a reverb. So Dan Lambert had to come out there and fucking yeah, translate. Pretty much. And the murder hog came out there and said, shut pretty the much fuck like, up yeah, both of you. Pretty much like, <laughs> fuck it. You fucking up the promo. You was out here like three times. You don't even wrestle. Murder Hall just split right through him and went to the ring. And got him some. Man, did he get a did he get a lot? He got was, him some. Still stairs. Choke slammed uh, Adam Page. Left boy. Yeah. I felt that one. I felt that in my heart. Didn't he get table action? He got some table action. Yeah. Got the blackout. He yeah, it was it was a rough night for Adam. Yeah. He'll like he'll get with it. And Lance Archer just left the message left the message like, I don't give a fuck who it who it is. So you know they right, setting I'm up that. Championship. Yeah. So be prepared for that. That's gonna be a match to watch. Uh I'm sure Adam Page will retain. Absolutely. That's that, that's the thing, man. But by that time we might have that team of Brian and Mox. Here's a, yeah, but hopefully, man. Here's my, and they'll be the people to take it off of them. Oh, yeah. he probably have one or two more regular matches. But imagine if... This okay, is, we get sidetracked. Sorry, but this we is get sidetracked. This isn't a regular match. This is kind of important. But this is not a regular match. This Ooh. is uh, Adam Page and Lance Archer. Oh, going to Texas. it is. They're, they're going to that, uh, that Texas is. death match. Yeah. And my thing is, the the, I, the character of, of of Adam Page is, you, is that his opponents underestimate Yep. And he underestimates himself. Yep. And then he goes up to the ring and he proves everybody he wrong. He turns up. Exactly. Yep. He and finds not, that switch. He hits it. And he, 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 he finishes out the match. And it's not like it's an underdog story. It's not like Daniel Bryan's like where it's like, oh my God, everybody's pushing down on him. Like everyone's doing this no. to him to derail him. Everyone knows he can do it. He's the only one that knows he, that he, feels he can't. Right. And like, so he, he doubts himself. And he gets into the position of like, you know he what? He gets back into a corner. Like he wanted to be champ, but he never spoke like he was the champ. He got the belt off Kenny. Even as the champ, he still comes off as the underdog, right. which is hard to pull off. That's a hell of a babyface move. Yeah, he's not cocky. He's your ass beat every night, though. That's hard. But he does that. All that fuels him for when it comes time for the match, and he's getting beat up and well done during the actual match. He can turn around and flip that switch. Um, so after that, we got uh, a promo for Jericho. Oh, oh man, you gotta love you some Y2. I'm sorry, you gotta love you some uh, Chris Jericho, baby. The demo god, demo god, Le Champion, Le Champion. Uh, I'm salty, I didn't get any other bubbly. I wonder if it's still around. <laughs> you gotta the a little bit of the bubbly. Oh man, oh, that, that's a bottle, that's a bottle to keep for sure. Um, don't crack it, yeah. Uh, but what is it? It's he's uh, he's pissed. He's pissed at uh, Sammy Guevara. Not Sammy. Not Sammy Guevara. Uh, he's pissed at uh, Tito and Ortiz. 
Santino Ortiz, yeah, for kind of pissing off, like pissing on him during their tag team match uh, last week. And then he basically said, yo, I want a team meeting. Everybody better show up. Um, don't be late, yeah. Sammy. Uh Jake Hager, nigga, where the fuck you at? <laughs> Alright, wherever you are, you bring your ass over here too. We gotta talk. Yeah. So he requested a team meeting and he said, Santana and Ortiz, attendance is mandatory. Yo, you so, know how Jericho talks. So it's it gonna be uh classic. That's gonna be for uh well, it's gonna be for dynamite though. Uh not yeah, this is. week. That's that's not this week's dynamite, that'll be the week after. Uh, because next week we got that that Texas death match. That's gonna take a lot of time. Yeah, boy. Um, but we got time for it. You think we got time for it? We ain't got time for it. We're gonna be right back. Uh, one moment, but the main event. Oh yeah, you don't want to miss it. Right back, y'all. All right. Let's get it. And we back. Oh. It is I, Andy Man X4. And it's your man, Rondo. The Intercontinental Champion. Rondo. <laughs> so we're back here giving you the rundown from the from the last, from this week's AEW right here in Chicago, Illinois, at the Wintrust Theater. Yes, sir. Ooh, dynamite, baby. That's exactly what it was. And this match definitely lit the fuse. Uh-huh. Uh, we got MJF. And the hometown hero making his third return. Chick Magnet Punk. Woo! Good God, this match here, man. Like, it had everything you wanted from it. Like, it had the drama. It has the action. This is the first time MJF and CM Punk are are actually, like, Clashing. Yeah, clashing. And they didn't disappoint. They didn't disappoint whatsoever. Uh, And MJF, of course... Comes to the ring first. Yeah. Uh, I Challenger. Believe, I believe he had his, uh, I believe he had on some white socks, uh, fucking gear, fucking pansy, fucking douchebag, fucking dick bag, fucking yeah. needle dick. Fuck you, MJF. I couldn't tell if it was white socks or Yankees. I thought it was Yankees originally. Drew said it was white socks. Yeah. Uh, c- comment, you know, hit us up. Let us know which one you think it was. Was it the white socks or was it the New York Yankees? M and JF had on. Yeah, um, and then we had, of course, man. This is—you've uh, done this before. You've had this before. You—you've had the CM Punk experience. You've had the Adam Cole experience. True. Um, but here in Chicago, once again, this 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 uh, this punk interest with this uh, for this. This is my first time experiencing. How was it? Oh, it was all the way live. So, <clears throat> as I mentioned earlier in the uh, episode. Me and Drew came suited to this uh, particular event. Yeah. Uh, we brought a sign, and the sign was a bright orange sign. Yeah, that's what it was like. With green lettering. Highlighter orange. Highlighter orange sign with green lettering. Yeah. Uh, Sam Punk managed to see our sign, y'all. Oh my god. Like as he was coming down to the ring, <clears throat> he busted his clobbering time. God man. Made his way down. He hit the steps. If you watch the episode on Dynamite uh TNT, yeah. Uh you see Punk, he stands on the steps and he looks around. He's soaking it in. Mm. 
it's a it's a nice sound. It's a nice sound to soak in. They cut away. They see show a shot of the audience. They do a a, a, a little quick rundown on the uh, ringside seats. Then they cut back to Punk. He's standing on the steps and he does a finger bang. Pause. <laughs> he pointed up to your man holding the sign. Oh my God. CM Punk saw 773 sign at the episode. And really that's a, like you talking about a fanboy moment. I ain't never screamed or like, you know. I lost my voice for a little bit. Yeah, th- this is this is a thing here. Uh, after having been to my first AEW show, I am not recording ever again at a at no need. AM <laughs> after I, after going, you ha- like you, you're almost programmed at this point due to technology to record with your phone, to yeah. capture, to post, to uh, uh, com- like you're you're trained. But after going there and seeing it live and doing that. You realize, and I can speak for you because I yeah. believe you know what this I'm is, saying. This is the second time. This is this is the second time uh, that I got. This is the second time I had to get caught with this one. First time I was doing a podcast. Match. I was like, I was watching the screens while the match yeah. was going. I was like, wait, 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 wait. It's like, no, soak it in, baby. They're You're right here. here. You're here. They're right here. You don't want to be wasting time trying to record on your phone and post and say like that's cool for every now and again some moments you yeah. just gotta get yeah this one here like some moments I, you gotta get the first yeah. time around for sure but on that second go around i guarantee you just want to be able to watch and soak it in yeah every so often you look up at the crowd and you be like damn i am here yeah not to mention like if you have decent seats like the the arena that we have is so good the uh, oh. the wind trust the seat in there like even the cheap seats are good seats all seats are good seats you, it's, it's a nice intimate AEW show all seats so are good yeah seats. I just had to mention that uh, there's another set there's another point in the uh, in the match also uh, I'll, I'll I'll cut back to that when it's time for it but I just had to mention CM Punk actually did point to the sign uh, the sign was visible here's the kicker. I'm going to put it up in the poll. The first three people that can comment and hit us up. Yeah. And let us know what the sign said. What were the words that were premiered on the sign? What did the orange highlighter sign say that we had? All right. Let us know in the comments. First three people to hit us back with the correct answer. You get a shout out in the next episode. Bang. You already know. You're welcome. Um, but CM Punk and MJF, man. Like, CM, uh, MJF didn't come out there with, uh, with Sean Spears. Didn't come out there with Wardlow. He came down to the ring by himself. Punk came down to the ring. I mean, he was ready to fight. I was ready off the yeah. bat. Like, off the bat, I was ready for shenanigans. Oh, like, yeah. I thought there was going to be some bullshit to happen. But, no. They fought, bro. Yeah. They went They went the whole fucking time. Punk went right at him. Man, I mean, it was just like he put him into the ring, like put him into the ropes, and he hit him, and then he, uh, what is it, what is it, uh, MJF fell backwards, and he like teeter totter him back up, and it popped him again. I mean, like it had there was like there was, I want to say I don't want to say comedy bits, but there were bits and they were like you could get like okay, this is where MJF getting like he's getting his comeuppance, and then this is MJF getting his ass beat, you know? Yeah, and. It was dope. There was a scene, there was a there was a moment when they like actually took it out of the ring. I wanna uh, but before we get out the ring, I wanna take a moment mm-hmm. um and talk to us 
very special um, person and uh, very directly. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, oh, uh, referee Bryce Richards. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, things got a little heated. <laughs> uh, the show uh, got a little carried away. <laughs> All right. Um, just want to say you, you did the best you could with what you had. Um, you did your job. For those who don't know, uh, at the live event, Drew constantly I, heckled and let the referees have it at every waking moment that the, he had what? available. Am hey. I the only one that gives a fuck about the goddamn rules? <laughs> Just am, don't. I, am I the only one that gives a fuck about the goddamn rules? That's all I gotta say. That's, That's all I, I gotta say. Like uh, he let you got five count. He let Bruce have it. He, oh. He let the other the Aubrey uh, got it. Poor Nick Aubrey. got it. Right? Nick. Oh god. If you're wearing a if you're wearing a striped referee shirt that night, you got you got it. Shout out Aubrey, by the way. Yeah. She aight. She's cool. I like her. I like her live and in we, person. We can go to karaoke. But repeat. You, you Shout out Aubrey. <laughs> I like a live and in person. Alright, back to the um, match. But yeah, so now we get outside the ring. Um, Bryce is allowing this to happen. For whatever reason. You know, whatever, you know. I ain't mad at him. But they, you know, I'm not mad at him either. You know why? Because they fucked to us. They, they came to us. legit came out of the ring, into the crowd, and up the aisle at the corner where me and Andrew yeah, were. Yeah, bro. They, they, we, were, we were there. I checked the footage. I checked the footage on that one. We're again, there. You can see us. Again, the sign is very much visible. So you pause. The, if you pause, at, I don't know what time. I don't know what time. Our face, not so much. It's a, it's a little dark. Uh, it's uh, a little dark. We're uh, wearing black masks. I'm, I'm, I'm a dark-skinned fellow, and I had a face mask on, you know? Things happen. Uh, but The sign can be seen. All right. And what else? Like, there's a point where I'm watching. I've also seen video clips of other people who have posted uh, for being at the show. The sign is visible there too. It's it's there. If a couple the cam- of people even took pictures of the sign, and I know they posted it. If the cameraman, if there was an actual cameraman, another cameraman, had walked up there, you would have seen it. If they had like he had stepped down, yeah. like one step down, they shot up. They had us. they had the one on the swing and boom. I thought maybe he was gonna be able to catch me. But uh, he didn't come over that far. Yeah, but like, I, I'm, again, we got it on there. Yeah, We're on there. We definitely are. We're yeah. on there. Um, but yeah, took a man's beard, uh, smashed over MJF's head. Oh. Kicked you, MJF into the, um, into the, into the roll, into the whole roll. You talking about a nostalgic moment? Like, that took me back to my childhood, man. You cannot tell me I wasn't 12 years old watching that shit Yeah, this right is like, now. there are a couple of moments during, just during this match where like, if I go, I'm, I'm good. It, like, like it, just a sign, just a sign point. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good here. And not to mention, I don't remember if it was on the way there or once we got there, but we definitely called somebody coming through yeah. the audience. Yeah, we were hoping it. Like at first, we were hoping it was going to be uh, John Moxley because that's what he does. Right. We assume he like maybe he'll come down to all, uh, come come through the arena on our side of the steps, right, or maybe right. he'll come down in front of the ring and he'll come our way and we'll be able to get a good glimpse of. Him. Punk and MJF came down the aisle well where we were. Like I could have, we were three seats in. Seriously, yeah. If he goes up, if he's, we could have stepped out if we wanted to be those dudes. We could have stepped out and been, ah, yeah. yeah. Definitely could have, definitely could have put boost to MJF if I actually felt like it. Like the shock of being that close was in right itself there. was just like, oh, it was a moment. But yeah. please, but yeah. But yeah, we go back to the ring. You know, we're still fighting it out, still going hard. He pulls out the he pulls out the Pepsi Punch. Yeah, 
spent seven years, seven years away from the ring, 17 years uh, since the last Pepsi plunge. All right. Can't do it in the and, other place. Yeah. I, it's funny how they, and anyways, but like it's that match they, they had, they were two dudes really going at it. MJF yeah, worked over, um, CM Punk's hand. Yeah. And there are points during the match where uh, CM Punk will go for the Anaconda Vice and he can't keep it gripped because his hand is, you know, because his hand is so messed up. Couldn't hit the GTS. Couldn't hit the GTS. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he, he went for it a couple of times and Punk was a little. Uh, did he work over his leg at yeah, one point? Yeah, he worked over the leg like, that, yeah, with, that, with that bullshit. Uh, Figure four. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely gave him a you fucked up champ for that. Yeah, but I'm like. Sorry for cussing. It's so good. And so, but during the match, MJF brings over uh, our good old boy, uh, our good our good friend, uh, our good friend Bryce, holds him over to the uh, to the corner, and MJF starts undoing his his, uh, his, his wrist tape. Yeah, and this is where I start to get upset because from where I was sitting live, okay, I saw Bryce and I'm like, come on, he's right there, man, it's right there, it's right there, do your damn job, it's right there, the tape is right there, MJF has. Had um had walked behind Punk and put the tape around his neck and is now choking him out and then he puts an actual sleeper hold on Punk in a way that you couldn't see the tape and I'm sitting there live yeah from my seats I can see it Bryce you can see it do your damn job <laughs> and then I go back and I look at the but bench. you couldn't like that was a perfectly executed heel maneuver that MJF pulled off. That's the first time and only time he'll get props from me. And I'm doing a Denzel Washington hand right now oh with God. the one finger. Because that shit, like, <laughs> even there in live. Like you, you like uh, you you couldn't see it. They that, they got us. They had like they had us in the, in their hand, man. MJF like, had them hemmed up. Punk's choking out. He going out. And the arm, you know the you know the you know the classic spot. Referee raises the arm, drops once, goes again, drops, drops twice. And now we're shouting, you know, we're shouting CM Punk, CM Punk. Right, we went on, on the that. comeback. We're shouting, man, you know how it goes. The arm's gonna drop down, and he's gonna you know do the shaky shake. And three. Oh, what? Bryce calls for the bell. Bryce, what are you doing? Bryce, do your damn job. What are you doing? We all knew Bryce. what it was. We all knew what it was. But look, we're going to put a pause in it because just because the bell rang, that don't mean that's the end of it yet. No. As he's raising an arm of MJF, the tape falls down. He looks at it. MJF, what the fuck are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Uh, Yeah. Goes over to uh, talks over the announcer. Restart the match. Now. Now we get a whole different side of the match. Now we're too tired. Yeah. Now we're fighting hard. We've got, we got every, like, we don't have anything left in the tank. So we just got to give it our all right now. But motherfucker, Warlow. Warlow comes out, walks casually to the ring, and his in only a manner that he can. Yeah. Have you seen the size of those dudes' shoes? They obviously talk about them a lot. I didn't pay attention, but. It's ridiculous. Um, But at this point, uh, CM Punk had knocked uh, MJF out of the ring. Um, And now MJF's laying on the ground. Warlow walks out. And CM Punk, he's like, what the hell's going on? He gets out the ring. Wardlow steps over MJF and right into the face of CM Punk. Nose to nose. And man, do we want to see it. What are you going to do, buddy? Are you going to throw a punch? What are you going to do? You know what he does? He steps aside. And now the crowd goes wild because we're thinking, this is it. This is the Wardlow face change. This is what we've been waiting for. 
And you know what? Again, held us like little babies and little in the in the like little palm in our hand, just playing with us. MJ, uh, it turns out that when CM Punk gets back into the ring, um, MJF is ready for him with the dynamite diamond ring. Slugs him right in the face, knocks him out. Referee Bryce rolls over, counts it. One, two, three. Are you are you shitting me right and now? And the bell rings. And the bell rings. And the music hits. And we're just like, I got. And we're just like, what are you doing? How how, Bryce Bryce, what are you doing? This this happened. He hit him with the ring. I don't know where he got the ring from, but he hit him with the ring. Check the footage. <laughs> Warlow has during this intense stare down with CM Punk. It turns out that he's not doing a stare down with CM Punk. He's distracting us, the viewers. We're live at the show and we're distracted by the stare down. We don't see that MJF had reached up and grabbed the dynamite diamond ring out of World Low's hand. He wasn't stepping aside because he was on CM Punk's side. He was stepping aside because he knew that MJF his, his uh, what do you call him, his colleague, his boss, he knows he has it in the bag now. He knows that he has the dynamite diamond ring and he steps up to CM Punk. Like he steps up to CM Punk, steps aside or whatnot and allows Punk and Bryson whatever to get along with the match. But he hit him, man. And then it just like, it just drained the crowd at that point. Like we just had nothing left in the tank. CM Punk, our hometown hero has gone down in a blaze of glory. He didn't hit the GCS. He didn't get all of the Anaconda Vice. We didn't get, we got the Pepsi Plunge. We got the elbow drop. No salts of the earth. Like, we just got a bare bones match in every heel tactic. Shout out to, like, I, I again, give, I'm going to give Bryce his dress due. He did, his, he did his damn job. He did his damn job as well as he could. MJF pulled every dirty trick he had out the book. But went for the low blow uh, while the referee's back was turned. Tried to put his feet up on the ropes so he can get the extra leverage on the pin. Tried to pull the tights. All right. He had world low at fucking ringside at one point towards the end. But in the end, it was the dynamite diamond ring. I can't say it enough. That's what did it. And shout out to Bryce, man. He, again, just tried to do his, you know, he, he looked over, saw Punk lying on the ground. He's like, this can't be right. This can't be right. Over a punch? You know, he goes over, checks MJF, you know, check him out. See if, you know, if anything's weird because of the tape earlier. MJF had already passed the dynamo, uh, passed the ring back to Warlow. By that point, you know, what can you do, ref? What can you do, Bryce? Besides your damn job. <laughs> it was a smooth transition. It really was. And I, like, You've never seen it happen. Never seen it happen. The way he played it off. That's why I said Warlow is up next, man. Man, it's like, turn doesn't have to come right now. You see the seed has been planted. You know he now recognizes he doesn't need the diamond mine. Or I'm sorry. Uh the pinnacle or MJF. Really just MJF. He doesn't. Who else is in that group? Uh the chairman. FTR, yeah. FTR. So it's like, yeah, I'm super excited. I, I can't like I can't believe it happened. Like I wasn't, I, I was hoping it didn't happen. I didn't, I didn't want it to happen because you know, once C Punk win, 
You want to see MJF get a loss. Yeah. You, know? you want to see Punk beat MJF. Yeah. Yeah. Like, MJF doesn't lose to people. Okay? And if he's going to lose somebody, it's going to be Punk, goddammit. <laughs> and it wasn't. And that shit just... It just... It, it didn't. He didn't get booed right away. It was a. It was a stun. Like the crowd, the Wintrust Arena. We were all just stunned. Yeah, it was quiet. Like, are can we be mad at this? Are we supposed to get? Like, is there a botch that happened that we didn't see? Did Bryce really fuck up? No, Bryce did his job. It's. It's. We just wanted it too bad. So I'm. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens from there, man. That was, and that's dynamite, man. It was dope, like live, and then rewatching the parts that I like, going back and checking the footage over what I, uh, at least just over the CM Punk match, like it was amazing. It was amazing. Like it, you it hell of a show. A better, you couldn't ask for a better show. Hell of a show. The lab, uh, the aura being live, the matches, the environment. Tony Khan came out. Tony. Oh God, I love Tony. Yeah, you gotta love Tony, man. Tony comes out there. He he's a he's a fan. He's the biggest fan as we, like as we are. And when he's coming out there talking about like what he has in store for the show and all that, like you can tell he's excited to bring it to Oh us. yeah. And it's like he gets to put the show like he gets to see this shit. Like I'm sure he gets to see like their if they do rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure he gets to see some part of the match or whatnot. But like, dude. He gets to see them shit come to fruition and yeah. play out exactly how he draws them up. And when he sees the reaction, you can't help but to love it. Like, man, I fucking love Tony. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. So overall, uh, what do you rate the show? Overall, um, I'd give it a... Just the match itself, I'd give it a... Just based on the CM Punk match, it's a five. That's a five, that's a five match. As far as the show, I'm going to go with a four. Um, the Nyla Rose and Ruby Soho match that's it's always going to come to that Brandy also brought the show down for me I know that there's a there's a there's a familiar thing that's happening there's a theme with those two segments but I just it's not that it's not that I don't appreciate the work it's I want to see Ruby go like Ruby have some kind of direction and I don't want to see Brandy on television at all that's the thing. If they gonna go hell, they gotta go hell, and Cody gotta lead them. That's the only way they gonna get cheered. And if like, Cody really, really's not going to turn heel, then it is what it is. Yeah, I don't. Again, why does Brandy have to be out there? What She's was she a really heel. Arn Anderson is a heel. Yeah, that nigga gotta go. Out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna get over that. I am never gonna get over that. All right. Yeah, um, let me know where you can find us. Uh, right now I'm, I'm booming on TikTok. That's where I'm uh, operating out of Rondo Zero One, R O N D O U G H Zero One. That's where I'm at. Follow your boy. I post content damn near daily, if not every other day. Uh, we about to go into this next generation of super crazy podcasts and video footage, y'all. It's about to be real. What about you, Drew? Uh, you can find me over on Twitch. Uh, over at Anyman X4. Um, I'm, a, I'm a farmer right now. I told you, I told you in the beginning. I'm still yeah. a farmer. It's fucking dope. I uh, just wrapped up uh, Saints Row, so check that out. I've been doing Legos and being a farmer. Being a farmer, I enjoy a lot more. <laughs> um, so come along and let me harvest with you. All right. All right. Hey, I got a question. Uh, if you could bring back one celebrity from the dead... To maneuver with 
but they are they only gonna be alive for one year. I'm a, they're alive for one year. What celebrity are you um, bringing back? I will bring back. Uh, God damn, there's so many. Um, bring back Chris Farley. If only getting for a year. Bring back Chris Farley. Ooh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a very good fucking choice. Yeah, I, I like to see what he can do for it, like in this time. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. He, I, he probably would only have a year left. God forbid. Yeah, we give him a yep. You you give him exactly what he would have got if he came <laughs> back here. He gets a year. I mean, he can still. I mean, he can still do what the hell he wants to. I, I just want to. I just want to see him like back on the screen acting uh, for that one year before he. For sure. Um, I'm probably gonna say I, I, I I'm gonna cheat here. I got I got a twofer. You got a twofer. Is it already midgets? Oh god. Shout out to little people. <laughs> no. One is the songstress Aaliyah. And number two, Brody Lee. Mm. I like want to see him back in the ring that quickly? For a year. If he had if I could bring him back and he had one year left, like I would bring him back for one year. Oh man. Because I believe he he was on his way to getting the title. That's scary. I believe he was on his way to becoming the champ. Yeah. I believe plans got changed or altered after that situation. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that with AEW's hands. Because I just think about, like, I know how they book stories. And I... If they can book the the backstage being the elite segment where Brody, like, where he leaves the, the CD oh, for, uh, for, the, uh, for the Dark Order, I don't want that. Like, that was a... That was like a five to ten minute segment on a YouTube channel. And that shit had me almost in tears. I don't want an actual AEW one final year Brody Lee run. I don't want that, man. Because they're, they're going to build the entire fucking company around that. And that's going to be, oh, that, that's just fucking heartbreaking. I, don't, I can't do that. That's, that's too much. That's just too real. Man. But I want to thank y'all for tuning in and enjoying the podcast with us. We hope you enjoyed it. I did. If you made it this far, we sure you did. Uh, we are over and across <laughs> all platforms. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor. Wherever you get your podcast, that's where we at, y'all. Bam. All right. So it's no excuse. We can always find us. You know, <laughs> hit us up on our socials. Uh, we're going to put a couple polls up. Pause on Spotify. <laughs> Be sure to check those out. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> let us know, man. Let us know. Dan, Dan like I think it's uh, Dan Lambert versus uh, Paul, Paul Heyman, and who and it's Stephanie versus Brandy. Who do you not want to see more? And comment what the sign said that we brought to the show. Yeah, if you want to get that special shout out, it's going out to three people. First three people to respond, getting the shout out. All right. Last but not least, sorry, Bryce. Peace out. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <All right>, Joe. <laughs>